We thank God you have tuned in to this message by David Entry at Caris Church. No hand can help you with the fulfillment of your destiny but the Word of God. May God hand align with you further into your destiny through this Word. Colossians chapter 4, I'm reading from verse 12 to the end. Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ, saluted you, always laboring fervently for you in prayers, that ye may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. For I bear him record that he has a great zeal for you and them that are at Laodicea and them in Herapolis. Look, the beloved physician and demons greet you. Salute the brethren which are in Laodicea and Nymphas and the church which is in his house. And when this epistle is read amongst you, cause that it be read also in the church of the Laodiceans and that ye likewise read the epistle from Laodicea. And say to Archippus, take it to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. The salutation by the hand of me, Paul. Remember my bones. Grace be with you. Amen. Father, thank you so much for the privilege to gather together this morning to express our gratitude to you and to hear your word. As we hear your word, we pray that let the heavens be opened up illumination will be granted every one of us under the sound of my voice that Jesus will be realized and the Holy Spirit will be captured in our living for, the, to be, for us to be the expressions to your glory. Thank you for the power in your word, the transforming power in your word, the, the healing power in your word, the grace releasing power in your word. We thank you in Jesus' name, amen. amen. So now we've seen a few names, few names like Tychicus, Onismos. They have they stand in a group. These are people who were with Paul, who Paul sent. Others were with him, who stayed with him. We have Aristarchus, we have Marcus, and we have Jesus or Justus. These three were the only Hebrews or the only Jews or those of the circumcision who were with Paul. And now we hear another set of people who were also with Paul. We have Epaphras. Now, you remember I taught on Epaphras in chapter one. Epaphras was actually the main pastor of the church of Colossae. And he now has found himself with Paul, giving Paul the update of what's going on in the church, how the church is doing. So even though Paul had never seen the church, have never been there, he was very well updated with events in the church. And for that matter, he wrote an apostolic letter to go and help the church or inoculate the church because so long as church life is concerned, Christ is supreme and Christ is sufficient. If they have Christ, they don't need any other thing. Christ is enough and Christ takes. So Paul wrote that letter because of Epaphras who brought, and Epaphras was with him whilst he sent the letter. So that means Epaphras was not there. But because he was with him, he had to let them know Epaphras is here. And he says that Epaphras, who is one of you, greets you. There's no way Epaphras would be aware I'm sending a message to you without him wanting to add his voice. You know how when you make a call uh, to grandma or grandpa or auntie or uncle, and the child said, Daddy, I want to say hello. Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. And sometimes a child will cry because you didn't let him say hello to grandma when you were on the call. And sometimes the parents say, it's okay, it's okay. Shh, 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 
Epaphras said, you can't send a letter to the church in Colossae without, please, add, add my voice to it. Tell them about me. Tell them. Paul said, Epaphras, who is one of you? A servant of Christ. Look at the credentials they gave him. He's actually a servant of Christ. He's not a master in the church, but he's a servant of Christ. He's not a supervisor in the church. He's a servant of Christ. Saluted you. Why? He doesn't care where he is. Paul said, this guy is a servant. In fact, it looks like he was the one I should have sent. I should have sent him to have brought the letter. But he, I didn't send him. I sent Aristarchus and Onesimus. And he's still here. He was thinking, but I should have been on stage to be saying that. You didn't let me say, but he doesn't mind. Anyone who goes, he said, please. He's supporting. He said, send them my greetings. Epaphras said, it doesn't matter who he sent with the letter. Because really, he should have been sent with the letter. Why? Because he was the one who was pastoring the church. He's one of them. He should have been sent with the letter. Epaphras, a servant of Christ. A servant. He said, Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ, he salutes you. He salutes you. Look at what he's, he's laboring. That's why Paul felt, I don't have to send this guy. Because what this guy is doing for the church, if I send him with the letter, the letter won't work. The letter will not work. Why? Because there must be someone doing what this guy is doing for the letters I'm sending to work. Because this thing is a spiritual thing. I need someone who must be laboring on their knees for the people who are about to receive the letter. And no one does it better than Epaphras. So he said, Epaphras, I can send you. You'll be a appropriate candidate. But there's something you can do others can do. And because he has such desire and zeal for them. He said, laboring fervently for you in prayer. So that's one of the interesting things about servants of Christ. You don't have to see them doing it. You even know they are doing it. Someone has to tell you they are doing it. Someone has to tell you. Because Epaphras is laboring and there are testimonies that were happening in the church of Colossae and they didn't know it was because of the labors, prayer labors of Epaphras. You will not see Epaphras. It's, it's about, oh, that God will raise us people who will be behind the scenes, always laboring and laboring and interceding for the church, interceding for the souls that are saved, interceding for those who are hearing the preaching, interceding for the branches, interceding for new branches and everywhere. People behind the scenes who are genuine, laboring, laboring. And he didn't say they are just praying. He said, laboring in prayer. Uh, uh, you can tell these guys, Pushing himself in prayer. Pushing himself. God cares about church in the city, not just a single church. The city church. The city. So, Colosse. Colosse is not the name of a church. It's the name of a city. Colosse is the name of the city. So, God is a city, a city God. A God for a city. Laboring. The Bible says that Epaphras, laboring fervently. They use the word fervent, intensely. Laboring alone is a lot of work than to add the fervency in the labor. So he was laboring fervently for you. And he said, in prayer. Labor in prayer. When you labor in prayer, you hardly become a victim in life. Labor in prayer. Labor. Pray before your children are conceived. Pray before your children are born. Some of us start looking for schools before they are born. Instead of beginning to pray first, before you search for schools. He didn't say pray and watch. He said watch and pray. 
So it goes together. Watch and pray. In other words, be alert. And let your prayer life be informed about things that you need or things that are going to rise up. Laboring, learn how to pray behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. And sometimes you don't need to talk about it to just gain credit with people. You don't need to talk about it. Before you contribute your comment to what you think that praise and worship that should have been doing for a few months that he's not been doing, before you contribute your comment to what you think the pastor should have been saying, make sure you have already contributed your prayer behind the labor. I'm not talking, uh, Father, I, I pray for that guy in Jesus' name, and then you move on to something. No, I'm talking about labor in prayer. Stay on it for a while. Stay on it for a while. Fervently, with intense intensity. You, you are serious about it. You forget about other things. Epaphras. He was, no wonder Paul said, he, I can't say anything. But he says that, he stand, and look at his prayer topic, that you may stand perfect and complete in the will of God. We need someone to pray this kind of prayer. He's praying fervently that we will stand perfect and complete in the will of God. So, hallelujah. So, it's important to be mindful of what kind of prayer topic is important for people's spiritual life. Your interest in people in church should be first of all that they will stand, we have to be an uh, epaphras, that they will stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. You need someone to be praying this before Paul sends the letter. Because it's not just the preaching that changes people, but intercession behind the preaching that makes the preaching affect people. That's why a pastor must pray before he preaches. Pray. A choir must pray. Singer must pray. Must pray. Don't be a performer. Someone receiving something. Yes. Paul said, I bear him record. Oh, somebody's. He said, I'll put my reputation on the line for this guy. I said, I bear him record that he has great zeal for you. He is so interested in you guys. Yes, crazy. And not only you, those in Laodicea as well. And not only those in Laodicea, Herapolis. These are three cities that are close to each other. Epaphras, he said, this guy, he said, I should send you his greetings. He said, he saluted you. So that means that he is sending greetings. No, I'm greeting you on his behalf. He saluted. Epaphras salutes you. Epaphras, he salutes you. He sends you greetings. He saluted. King James said, saluted you. So in other words, when he was writing, he found, oh, show them, please, greet them for me. And after saying, greet them for me, he went back. I paused, where are you going? Oh, I'm busy. I'm just, I'm just. And then when they are sleeping, he was in prison, Paul. When they are sleeping, Paul will hear him. Pray. Hey, hey, the guy's sweating. He goes and listens. Oh, he's praying for the people in Colossae. Wow. Every time, Colossae. But don't you have a family? Colossae. Colossae. Herapolis, Laodicea, Colossae, and he sweats, and then he, he listens to the content. He says, Lord, that they will stand perfect and complete in you. Oh, Lord, I'm interceding for you. Oh, oh. And then when I'm writing, then he comes and says, salute them. I will salute them too much for you. Epaphras, he's busy praying, so we don't have to send him. Sometimes it's good to leave some people to continue, because what they are doing, others can't do. So, Epaphras salutes you. May God raise Epaphras amongst us. May God give us the grace to be like an Epaphras. 
in other people's life. You might not be in the entire church, which is good, which is better, but it's good to be at least there's somebody you are an epaphras in their life because you are laboring fervently for them in prayers. And then he continues to talk about, after mentioning epaphras, he continues to mention Luke. Luke. Everybody say Luke. Luke. He said, Luke, the beloved. The beloved physician. In other words, this is just so loved. One of the things I want you to find out, understand is, Paul used to travel alone. He had, uh, those days, when you are wealthy and you are traveling, you go with a doctor. There's a medical doctor with you. His job is always accompanying your journeys. Paul had, God is, God is an amazing God. Paul had Luke, who is a physician. He's a medical doctor with Paul. Why was he with Paul? He's, he's not, I believe he wasn't there primarily for Paul's health, but he was there primarily for the work of God. But it's like an addition. He's a, he's a medical doctor. Any issue, he can also chip in. Medical doctor. Medical doctor following an apostle. Medical doctor serving faithfully. Medical doctor serving in the ashes. Medical doctor serving in the choir. Medical doctor serving in the sanctuary team. Medical doctor. So these are people who, watch this, they are people he sent, and then the category of people who were with him, first of all, were the three Jews, the, the circums, those of the circumcision. They were the only Jews. He said it clearly. He said, these were the only people of the circumcision who were with me. Verse 11. The only people, the, uh, said those of the circumcision, the, these only are my fellow workers. Until they are the, when you read other translation, it makes it very clear. They are the only from the circumcision who are with me. So those three who are uh, Aristarchus, Marcus, and Justus, they are the only Greeks. Then afterwards, we have Epaphras. Colossae is not a Jewish territory. It's a Gentile. So he comes from Colossae. Epaphras is from Colossae. And then the next person is Luke. Luke was a Greek. Luke was not Jew. He was Greek. But he was the only non-Jew who wrote one of the Gospels. The only non-Jew. Mark, from the text with Marcus, Marcus, even though Mark is a Roman name, Mark is Jewish. He's Jewish. So Matthew is very Jewish. Mark is Jewish. John is Jewish. And uh, yesterday, someone said, among the disciples of Jesus, said Mark. Mark is not one of the disciples of Jesus, like 12 apostles. <laughs> Mark is not one. <laughs> Matthew, Mark, Luke, no, no. John was, Matthew was, but Mark was not, and Luke was not. Mark was very close to Peter. So in First Peter, he says that, my son. Peter was referring to Mark as my son. Okay, so Mark was very close to Peter, and so it is believed that the gospel Mark wrote was... A Peter's, Peterian gospel, right? So uh, chapter 5, verse 13, rather, it says that um, elect together, salute you, and so doth Mark, my son. So Mark was like Peter's son. And so theologians believe that the gospel that was written by Mark, Matthew, Mark, that Mark is influenced heavily by Peter's understanding, right? And how about Luke? Luke wrote two books. Luke, in between the two books of Luke was this heavenly book called John. So John, the gospel according to John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, is in between the two books written by Luke. 
Luke wrote Luke, right? And then he wrote Acts. Luke wrote Luke, so Luke chapter one, verse three. You don't, very interesting, one interesting thing about Luke is you hardly see his name in the Bible. His name appears only three times in the Bible. Meanwhile, he wrote two significant books. He wrote the book of Luke, so he was saying that I have taken, it seems good to me, that's Luke talking. Also, having perfect understanding of all things from the very first, to write unto you orderly account, most excellent Theophilus. And then Acts chapter one, verse one, he also writes again to see this same Theophilus guy. He says that um, the former account I made, O Theophilus. So he's made reference to the first one he wrote, which is the book of Luke. Now he's coming to write the book of Acts. How do you, so this tells us Luke wrote the book of Acts. And one interesting thing about Luke was that he was with Paul. Paul had three missionary journeys. All these three missionary journeys, Luke was there. How do you know? In Acts chapter 16, verse 10, Luke, the writer, didn't mention his name, but he adds himself in there. He says that now, after he had seen the vision, immediately what? We. Who are the we? I mean, the, the writer is adding himself. He said, we sought to go to Macedonia, concluding that the Lord had called us to preach the gospel to them. We, so Luke is part of the team who went. That's the first missionary journey. Luke was there. We sought, when you read through to verse 17, you see Luke making references to himself. And then when you look at Acts chapter 20, verse five and six, all the way to chapter 21, look at verse five. It says that these men going ahead Waited for, for who? Us. He's part of the team. And look at verse six. Waited for us. But we sailed away from Philippi after the day of unleavened. So he said, we sailed. He was part of the team going. I'm, I'm, I want to draw your attention to something. So he was part of the first missionary journey. He was part of the second missionary journey. When you read chapter 21, verse 18, he's still, this is all one missionary journey. On the following day, Paul went in with us to James. With who? Luke was part of it. So this one who wrote the book of Acts always included himself in all the, he kept making reference that I was part of it. And then the last missionary journey in Acts chapter, or when they were going before they ended up in prison, in Acts chapter 20, 27, verse one. See, he also includes himself. Acts chapter 27 to chapter 18, verse 15. 27, verse one, he says that, and when it was decided that, that we should sail. He said, I'm part of the, we are going. So everything read in the book of Acts, Luke is making a comment, he's writing. Luke was the one writing, saying that we, we, but he's talking about Paul, and Paul did this, and Barnabas did this, and this one did this, and when we went, and when we got there, and this, so he never mentioned his name, but he was part of it. Chapter 28, verse 15, you see that he is part of the team, even when they got to Rome. And from there, when the brethren heard about us, <laughs> They came, that's when they got to Rome. They came to meet us as far as Appi Forum and Three Inns. When Paul saw them, he thanked God and took courage. So he said, us. Then when Paul saw them, so he's like in the shadows of Paul. That's very interesting. This guy was with Paul throughout, now in prison. Paul was 
Paul's writing a letter and he says, Colossians chapter 4, he was making reference to the fact that Luke, the beloved physician, he's mentioning him. The three areas where Luke's name is mentioned in the Bible is here, one. Number two is Philemon. You remember that letter included Philemon's one, two, the same. So Philemon, verse 24, he mentioned almost the names he has just mentioned. He mentioned, Philemon said, so as do Mark. You remember them, Mark? You remember Aristarchus? And we have yet to come to Demas. And he said, look, my fellow laborers. So Luke was there. And then, they, oh, I like when he, the way he mentioned Luke in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 11, is so endearing. No wonder I said, my beloved physician. Look at it. He said, let's all read it together. Let's go. Again. Only Luke is with me. This kind of look, guys, is great to have them around you, especially when you are doing God's way. They never leave you. They know the ins and outs of everything, but they stick with you to the end. This was 2 Timothy. Listen, brothers and sisters. 2 Timothy was the end of Paul's life. This letter was written towards the end of his life. He said, in fact, he said, I'm now being poured out as a drink offering. He said, I know I might not even see your face again. Yeah, that was his. He was saying bye-bye. It's a farewell letter. He didn't know how long he was going to live. He was ending that, talking about, and then look at what he says in chapter 4, verse 7 and verse 8. He says, I fought a good fight. Ah, that's somebody who is finishing now. I fought a good fight. I've kept the faith. He said, I've kept it. I've finished. I've finished the race. Ah, finish it. That was the end of his life. So therefore, there's laid down for me a crown of... That was the end. And this chapter 4 of 2 Timothy. And then look at the next verse, verse 9 and verse 10. Verse 9, be diligent to come to me quickly. You don't have time. He was writing to Timothy, say, Timothy, come quickly. And then the verse 16 also, he said, when you are coming. And then if I told him, come before winter. I don't know if I will make it. He said, come before winter. Because winter is coming. And when you are coming, bring me my parchment, my books, and bring me my coats. I left your coat. Come quickly. Don't delay in coming. He said, come quickly. Verse 21, he said, do your utmost to come before winter. Come before winter. And then I think verse 16, somewhere there, it talks about bring me my parchment. Bring me my coat. That was, that was the end of his life. So when you look at the verse 9 again, look at verse 9. Is someone learning something? There are people who stick. You must be a kind of person who stick. Stick to the end. Stick to them for a good cause. Don't let your emotions determine how you stick. The only difference between people who have been married for a long time, people who didn't make it for a long time, is not because there were no emotional challenges. They committed to their commitment. Committed to their... It's the same. Marriage is the same like church. When you keep doing the same thing for a long time, if you don't have discipline and the value for stickability, you are likely to easily cave in. You are like, look! Think about Luke. He was with Paul throughout the journey. All the mission. And now in prison, everybody has said, only Luke is with me. What? And it's not like he didn't have a job. Not like he didn't have any career. This guy was a medical doctor. Medical doctor. Well trained. If he went back, he would, I'm sure there was unemployment waiting for him. But he walked away from all that to stick with an apostle. Just in case this stress he's been going through, it affects his health, let me keep managing. Because theologians believe Paul had a health issue. 
So he wrote it one of the in Second Corinthians. He said, "That's the serious." He said, "Only Luke is with me. Only Luke is with me." Let's all say that together. Before he said that, look at the verse ten. We are coming to Demas. We are coming to Demas. And you know why he left? He wanted a soft life. Thessalonica was those days the party city. The Las Vegas of those days was Thessalonica. Yes. Demas has forsaken me at this time. If you want to leave, is it this time? So Luke was a man who sticks. Throughout all the journeys, he was there. Now, after everybody has gone, towards the end of Paul's life, he said, only Luke is with me. So now when you're coming, bring Mark because he's profitable to me for the ministry. But Luke has always been with me. Only Luke is with me. Only Luke is with me. Do I have some only looks in this building? Only Luke. When people leave a good church where the word of God is taught, don't follow them. Be a look because one day they will find their way back. And they'll come and meet you and you still welcome them and you, you, there's no fight. But don't just leave a church because your friend left. <laughs> because we will not die together as friends. And God, even if you are twins, God will never judge twins together. So we must all stand before the throne of Christ. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 10. And each one before we must all stand before the judgment seat of Christ and each one will give an account for everything. Each one, the key word, uh, the phrase there, each one, not each two, or not each group, <laughs> or each set of friends. Don't do church because of your friends. It's good to have good friends to do together, but sometimes your friend might not have the revelation you have. Luke is with me. So you see, three times where Luke's name was mentioned, the one, the, the one that appeared is in Colossians. Colossians chapter, chapter um, 4, verse 14. And then the next appearance is first, second Timothy chapter 4, verse 11. And then Philemon. That's this powerful guy. Now, theologians believe that the gospel of Luke is gospel under the influence of Paul. Paul's influence in the Bible is so strong. Even the gospel, he had influence there. Because Luke was always with him. Luke was always with him. So Luke caught Paul's understanding of Christ. Luke stuck with Paul. No wonder his name made appearance in the gospels. Like his, his book was one of the most important books in the gospel. Luke. Why? Because it was someone who knew how to stick. Luke. And then he says, Luke, then Demas. Hmm. Colossians 4.14, it says that Luke, beloved physician, and Demas greet you. Demas' name made three appearances. Demas greet you. Philemon verse 24, you see Demas there. So as do Mark, Aristarchus, Demas. See, so Demas also was. So this one, it says that Demas is my fellow laborer. Colossians, it says... Demas greet you. Then it comes to 2 Timothy chapter 4, towards the end of his life. We didn't see Demas in the Acts anywhere. It's just a missionary journey. 
And then Demas, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 10, he said, for Demas has forsaken. Look at verse 9. Verse 9. Here today, be diligent to come quickly, Timothy. Why? Because Demas has forsaken me. He didn't say Demas has left. There's a difference. There's a difference between leaving and forsaking. He forsook when you needed him most. At the time that, Demas, this is the time that we have to stick together. This is the time. He didn't just leave. He said, I don't want to stay with you. There are important things I can do with my life. I don't care about whatever is going on. I'm gone. I don't care. Sometimes it's, it's human to be very self-centered. Even when it comes to your worship. You, are, you, are, you have a music album. But there has never been once you have made an attempt to join the choir. But you want to be the next Dunsin. Demas. Demas likes soft life. Convenience. So he got to a time in his life he realized that Thessalonica, that thing is booming. Booming. People are there. People are, it's booming. I, I want to be in Thessalonica. This guy is in prison. His life is ending. You know what? Sorry, Paul. You know I love you, but Paul, sorry. And he blocks Paul. Paul sends a message. No response. Paul will call. It doesn't go through. And then when they put a message in the group chat, use oh, birthday, only birthday, you comment. Birthday, you see comment here, other people's birthday. Happy birthday, you are such a darling. But when you send a message, no comments. Demas, 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 Demas! <laughs> they are busy building their own alliances within the Federation. Personal alliances. Demas. He said, Demas has forsaken me having loved this present world and has departed for Thessalonica. Yes. And then Christians also have fled for Galatia. Titus, Dalmatia. But I started with this Demas guy. He said he loved this present world. He wanted to go and have fun. He wanted friends. He wanted a certain lifestyle. All this restriction and we are fasting January. I'm tired of this thing. <laughs> I'm tired of this thing. I'm tired of this thing. They want a soft life. They love this present world. Now, so first time they said, Demas, salute you. They said, uh, uh, my fellow workers are here. Demas is also here. Then the next day they said, Demas has left too. He has abandoned me. Demas. Tell somebody, be a look. Not a Demas. Because today your name can be mentioned. Paul, maybe he shouldn't have mentioned Demas if he knew he was going to forsake him. But you can be known. But what's the guarantee we have that next five years, you will still be at here? The way you are, I'm fiery. I'm, I'm doing this thing for the Lord. What's the guarantee that it's not a Demas kind of work? Or a paphras? We should be. Then, can I run up? Uh, is someone, why is the place so quiet now? I think, let me preach. Let me preach to those online, because the, the uh, online, are you, are, you, are you receiving something? 
<laughs> Hallelujah. Let me run up because I want to finish this thing. So verse 15. Salute the brethren which are in Laodicea. So Paul now writes. Now, now, these are the people who are with me. Okay, The Jews and then Demas and Luke and Demas. Okay, the circumcision. So Luke was not Jewish from the text you can tell. Then he says that now greets people for me. So he continues to say, salute the brethren who are in Laodicea. Time will not permit me to emphasize on the brethren. They are our brothers. They might be in different jurisdiction, but we are one. Salute the brethren which are at, um, which are Laodicea. And then he mentions a very important person's name, Nymphas. So, and Nymphas, and the church which is in his house. Wow! Church in his house. No wonder I said, please greet him. In my prison state, he's on my mind. Greet him for me. First of all, he mentions a whole territory. That greet the brethren, the brethren, the Christians, the brothers and sisters. Greet brethren means brothers and sisters, okay? So don't say sistering. It's just brothers and sisters. <laughs> <laughs> greet the brethren which are in Laodicea, then he mentions one person's name. You should have thought that it's okay. And those who are in Hierapolis, and those, but I said, the brethren and Nymphas. And then he said, Nymphas and the church in his house. See that he's influencing the early church. He might not look a very important person, but he was a very significant person in Colossae. Nymphas and the church in his house. When they were mentioning the people who are supposed to be in Colossae for salutation, Nymphas was the first. He said, great, the Laodiceans, but Colossae, remember, Nymphas and the church in his house. He's making a difference. He's making a difference. Church in the house. No wonder Marcus, because his mother was housing believers in his house, in her house. Look at how Mark turned out to be. Church in the house. Church in the house. Nymphas, where people can gather in your house and doing Bible. Nymphas. Where are you, Nymphas? Nymphas, think about God. When you are signing up for contracts. Think about God. Every step you are moving, remember first you are Christian. Many Christians make decisions without considering the kingdom of God. Make decisions. Consider God and heaven will consider you. Consider God. Nymphas. Nymphas. Whatever position you are in, think about how can I use this to enhance the kingdom of God, to promote the kingdom of God. You may not have to be preaching it, but you are very instrumental in making room. Nymphas. Nymphas, where are you? Nifas, where are you? Nifas, where are you? <laughs> Let's end this. Is someone receiving something? I, I want to finish Colossians today. So the last two verses, I'm finishing in five minutes. Is that okay? Would you, would you permit me to finish it? Is that okay? Will you spare me a, just a bit of your time? What's the next verse now? Colossians, it says that, and when this epistle is read amongst you, cause that it be read also in the church of Laodiceans, and that ye likewise reach the Laodiceans because it's the same. Whatever I'm writing to them, watch this, is one body. It's written to them, but it applies to you. I'm preaching to you, but it applies to her. I'm preaching to her, but it applies to you. I'm preaching to you, but it applies to me. Anything God says to the church, he says to all. 
That tells you we are one big family. We are one big family. And said, make sure it's that whatever I'm writing to you, give it to the daddy. But I thought it's for us. When someone sends a text message, would you share it with me? That, okay, this is also for you. No, it's your text message. But this one is not yours. It's ours, but it was sent to you. You are the recipient for the rest. And they are also receiving for us. Paul is trying to suggest and make a statement that this thing is one body. We are, it doesn't matter where you are finding yourself. It's one body. And he said, make sure it's read. And then he finishes by what Pastor O preached. Akipu's name makes an appearance. I tell him that he should see to it. Uh, I tell to, to take heed, see to it that you fulfill your ministry. Don't get distracted by so many other things that are going on. See to it that you fulfill your ministry. And I think Pastor O preached a very powerful message on that already. So I, I won't go on that. See to it that you fulfill your ministry. Fulfill it. Ministry is supposed to be fulfilled. You have done it the way God wants it. Fulfill your ministry. Everybody who is born again has a ministry to fulfill. Everybody. Everybody has a ministry to fulfill. Don't just be a church attendee. It reduces your rating in heaven. Church at- God is not going to reward you because you are a nice person. He's going to reward you because of your, your ministry you fulfill. That's where faithfulness comes in. How do you call me faithful if nothing has been committed to me? Faithfulness is always in the context of commitment. So if God is going to reward you and say, well done, thou good and faithful servant, that means there's something as soon as you get born again, which is committed to your trust. And so there's something to do when it comes to the kingdom of God for every believer, every believer, and see to it that you fulfill it. It's not my job to make you fulfill it. You have to see to it that you fulfill it. See to it. Take heed that you fulfill it. Don't let a departmental head interfere with it because of his attitude now. You, you know what? I'm not. Please, don't do that. Because at the end of the day, you are the one to give an account for your life. So, the point I'm making is that fulfilling your ministry is your personal responsibility. It's not the pastor's job. It's not your leader's job. It's your responsibility to make sure you fulfill your ministry. When you become born again, look for God. What is it that I'm supposed to be doing for you? And then as you are taught, look out for opportunities to fulfill your ministry. Especially when it comes to the wider church. Let me say this. Don't think of being a blessing to the body of Christ when you can't even be a blessing to your local church. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. And then finally, after fulfilling ministry, he said, oh, I like this. Let's all read the last verse together. We are finishing. Let's go. He always starts, amen. He always starts by saying, grace to you. You remember? Grace to you. Colossians chapter one, it says the two, rather, I salute you. And then uh, from grace be unto you. So it's like grace be unto you. But when he finished, he said, grace be with you. Grace be with you. Grace be with you. Grace, I come with grace, but when I finish, I want this thing to be your identity. It's staying with you. Now he said, remember the salutation by the hands of me, Paul. Most of his letters were not written by himself because he's somewhere in chains. So you can imagine, this one said, me, by my hands. He had to, the hands were in chains and trying to write. Sometimes you may underestimate what it has taken to produce this letter. That's why you need an Tychicus and Onesimus to send a letter. Because it was, it's painstakingly produced. 
Hands in chains, writing a letter. Hands in chains, writing a letter. So if they mention your name, that means that you are top of the range. Because it's taking a lot to write anything. That's why it's not too many chapters. Can you write um, 20 chapters with hands in chains? Only, only, he said only four is enough. <laughs> that hands in chains. People have labored for the kingdom. So today, we are reading Colossians and we don't know what it cost Paul to write this thing. And he said, I salute you. This greeting by my own hands. Paul, it's me. And he said, don't forget my chains. I'm writing to you in chains. Don't forget that. Because if you forget that, you will easily complain in church. Yeah. Others are writing in chains. What is it that is upsetting you so much that you can't be safe? Others are writing in chains. Nymphas. <laughs> Demons, don't forsake us. Demons, don't move. Look, stay. Because others are going through a lot to produce this small letter. Small letter. This small preaching is taking over 20, 25 years to arrive at this small preaching. This small preaching. Don't underestimate anything that builds the church done by anybody. What somebody might have been through this week and is still in church. Never take for granted any service anybody renders in church. Say, remember my chains. Remember my chains. Today, I present to you Luke Dimas. <laughs> Nymphas <laughs> and Archippus. Don't forget. I see you doing very well. I see you doing very well. I see many looks in the building. I see great Nymphases in this building. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. Did you receive something? Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. We pray you have been strengthened and enlightened. You can connect with David Entry on all relevant social media platforms, including Instagram and LinkedIn. You can also hear many more messages from David Entry on all relevant streaming platforms and the Carrot Church app. Don't forget to like and share the message. Be blessed.